Hello, and I want to welcome everybody to this Powerhouse production. Uh, Powerhouse is a very unique uh, place where we are able to come together uh, with whoever, whomever, however, uh, in order to encourage you uh, in God, in the things of God. Um, of course, the, the focus is uh, believers, but at the end of the day, even if you're looking to get close to God or understand God better, uh, you can definitely tune in to Powerhouse um, and get a better understanding of how God relates to us, how he sees us, um, how much he loves us and cares for us and, uh, and what his standards are towards us. Um, and then to get encouragement with whatever you may be battling with, whatever you may be facing. There's so many different things, so many different obstacles uh, that we face on a daily basis, uh, much less weekly, monthly, yearly. So many obstacles that, uh, that find their way in our lives. And we find ourselves trying our best to overcome these obstacles while still wearing a smile, while still uh, keeping a straight face and a good attitude, while still uh, being in the best mental state that we can be. And at times, these things prove to be very difficult, especially when we don't have an outlet or when we don't understand where our help comes from. So that's what Powerhouse is all about. It's about being empowered uh, by the ultimate source, which is God Almighty, the Most High God, our Creator, and our Heavenly Father. Um, it is in Him, in His Word, in His presence, that we find everything that we need, that we find every tool that we need to fix every situation, that we find every path that we need to walk in order to find ourselves on the right side of any situation. Uh, this does not make it easier um, by any means. As far as the obstacle itself, it doesn't uh, deduce the obstacle or reduce the obstacle. Uh, but what it does is it gives us the power uh, to overcome that obstacle just as it is. And it makes it an easier obstacle in that regard as far as our path to overcoming it uh, versus us trying to, uh, you know, find out ways that we can either ignore the obstacle or make the obstacle seem like it is not what it really is. But there's power in that as well, identifying the obstacle for what it really is, because there are times when obstacles come into our lives and we do make them much bigger, much greater of an obstacle than they really are. And once we begin to go down that road, I mean, it becomes a long, very spiraled, very confusing road uh, that takes us down a path that we do not want to go down. And once you come out of that situation, usually when you're able to look back, you see all the wrong turns that you made. And it usually starts with not being able to really identify it for what it what it is or what it was in the beginning uh, to really see, OK, what am I dealing with? To really ask that question and answer it uh, before taking it on. So there's power even in identifying a problem or an obstacle or an issue um, at its root before it takes shape and becomes something that ooh, can really rock us, right? And really take us off of our game. 
um, and and away from uh, you know who God created us to be, what God created us for. So a big part of Powerhouse is connecting once again with that source and with that power uh, to understand who we are in God so that our identity is secure. Uh, sometimes walking into a situation not knowing who you are, the authority that you have and the power that's within you uh, can sometimes lead to, to issues as well. But if you walk into it, you know who you are, you know whose you are, you know the strengths that you have. You also understand your weaknesses and you're not trying to hide or run from any of those things, but you're honest with yourself, but not to the point to where you are, you know, degrading yourself because of certain issues or shortcomings that you may have. When you are reasonable with your issues, reasonable with your understanding of your shortcomings, and then you realize, okay, not only am I positioned uh, to do better than whatever the circumstances are, but I was purposed to do better. It's just on me to be able to allow God to come in and just really work on me and really allow him to, to show me me so that I can see myself in the reflection of the image giver himself. For he is the one whose image we are made in. So it is awesome when we take that time to really see ourselves in God and identify ourselves in Him and understand that our strength lies in Him and our strength lies in understanding that we are who we are because He made us that way. And it's critical, it is very critical to go back to that creative state and realize, hey, I should embrace who I am because God made me who I am. Yeah, there are sinful issues and situations that try to push me one way or, or another or try to push me uh, in a direction or frame of mind one way or another. But, however, God made me who I am for a reason. I am draped in purpose. I am dripping with destiny. I just need to be able to see that and tap into it for what it is so that I can be the blessing, uh, not just in the kingdom, but so that I can be the blessing every day, even to myself, because it is a blessing being who you are. You are a blessing all by yourself. The power that comes from this revelation is a power that is very hard to explain, honestly, but it is so very beautiful when you embrace it because you come to realize that God did everything he needed to do when he created you. He did everything he needed to do when he formed you in your mother's womb. He did everything that he needed to do. Even though circumstances and situations came that was out of your hands and it was not what God intended from the very beginning because you know everything was perfect, right? It was perfection in creation. But because of disobedience, because of sin, now we have to deal with obstacles that, you know, unfortunately are a part of who we are in the, in the, the environment by which we live. But they are obstacles by which we can overcome by tapping into the original purpose and intent for our lives. And the originator is God. 
So when we tap into him, he's the manufacturer, he's the originator, he's the very first uh, creator of all things that are us. And so tapping into him and tapping into his knowledge and being able to see from his perspective gives us the opportunity to see an obstacle for what it is, to see issues for what they are, to see our attributes for what they are, and to see our our strengths for what they are, to see us for who we are when we look in the mirror and understand how important it is to embrace exactly what we see. Embrace it, love it, indulge in the fact that God has done a great thing. You are valuable just as you are. You don't have to make all of these elaborate changes and adjustments. Some of the things that we feel and that, that, that uh, try to come into our lives from different environments or different influences, those are all things that God can help us with. He can help us navigate through those waters. Because those waters can be trouble. They can lead to trouble. They can have us in such a, an awkward position. Uh, mentally and, and, and physically and emotionally and, and even spiritually and really have us in a, a very, very crazy place, man. You know, very crazy place. So to overcome this means that you get to a position to where things can come into your life, but they won't alter your life, at least not for the bad. You can make adjustments and add things and, and increase and become better. But our experiences become just that. Things that we experience and we work ourselves through with the power and the navigation of God and the Holy Spirit. Through the leadership of God and the Holy Spirit. Through His Word. And then we, we, we navigate through these things with His help. But it starts with us seeing those things as they are, for what they are, and for who they are. And then maintaining that position of faith as we go through it. We look at um, a person like David in the Word. David helps us to realize that uh, perfection is not the goal on this side. <laughs> because we all have flaws and issues and things that we're dealing with. But even with all of David's issues, his uh, committing adultery with Bathsheba, having her husband uh, murdered, Uriah, her husband, murdered so that he could be with her. I mean, come on, man. How crazy is that to plot and plan something for someone's demise just because you have that much of an infatuation for the person that they are married to? He directly disobeyed God, taking the census uh, of the people. And he did not delegate well when it came to his children. So he wasn't the greatest father at times. So he lacked integrity in areas of relationship. And those areas of relationship where he lacked integrity really cost him dearly all the way up until the end of his life. There were things that he was having to deal with, with his children and with the issues that came along with uh, his, his sinful nature and the things that he sold in his sinful nature, including the death of Uriah. So there were a lot of things there where you can say, man, David was a piece of work. But even with all of those things, 
because of his relationship with God and his ability to, even after a great fall, humble himself and begin to seek and, and really hear from God and get in alignment, realignment with God. He was, he was determined as, or has been seen as arguably one of the greatest kings of Israel and one of the greatest leaders in Bible history. Now think about that. Think about that for a second. A murderer, an adulterer, a man who was the greatest father at times and who lacked an in integrity when it came to his relationships could arguably be deemed as one of the greatest leaders ever. Because that is how wonderful God is when you start to really tap into the identity of who you are. Your flaws and your issues will not be enough to overcome and overpower what God has empowered in you. The attributes that he has put inside of you. But it is a delicate balance of getting to that understanding so that you don't be like David in a place where all of your relationships are in turmoil because of bad choices and decisions. So the quicker that you can embrace who you are in God and the importance of staying on that path and understanding that and really allowing God to navigate and, and help lead and guide you in your life choices and decisions, the quicker you get into a position where you have much more positive things happening and much more positive things that you are sowing in your life to reap later versus those negative things that come from bad choices and decisions or just the fact that we look at ourselves differently and we don't give ourselves the the proper uh, you know, the, the proper look over, as I say, you know, sometimes it, it's being able to look at ourselves properly. And once again, to balance things out when we look at ourselves, to understand that our bad is bad, but it's not everything. And our good is good, but we have to humble ourselves and not get too caught up in, you know, how great we can be that we don't realize that we can make mistakes and that we can fall and miss it. But there's a delicate balance there. When you get that delicate balance down, man, it becomes such a beautiful, beautiful flow. And that's exactly what we want when it comes to being people of God. We want a, a, a nice flow. No, everything's not going to always be good and great, peaches and cream, uh, birds singing, you know, chirping and, and singing and the bees buzzing and everybody's just in their flow. It's not going to be that way all the time. Neither is it always going to be doom and gloom and, and uh, obstacles and giants and, and crazy scenarios and issues that you're facing. But when that delicate flow, that balance takes place, it's when you realize that no matter how high the high comes, you will be able to embrace it from a very real and very stable place. And no matter how low the low comes, you will be able to handle it from that exact same place. You will rejoice when it's time to rejoice and when it is time to cry or be sorrowful or to mourn, you will be able to do so the same from a very secure place and a very real secure place in God. Not something that where you're putting on a front because you want people to see something that's not really taking place on the inside. 
a big part of this is being honest with yourself when you look at yourself and your circumstances and even asking yourself this question, am I okay right here? Just being able to commune with God or do I need some help to help me get to that place where I can healthily commune with God? So maybe I need others that I need to talk with and speak with. Maybe I need to uh, increase my inner circle and develop relationships where I'm able to trust people in these delicate places of my life. But then you also have to ask yourself, am I in a place where I'm able to receive from this uh, inner connection, this inner circle, or even from God? Am I in a place where I can truly receive uh, when it comes to corrective criticism or constructive criticism? When it comes to things that I need to hear that I might not want to hear, am I in a good place, a healthy place in order to absorb that? These are things that we have to ask ourselves as we are going through our daily routines. Even as we face the day in the beginning and then as we shut the book for that day, that night, and we reflect back or we look forward to in the morning or reflect back in the evening. We have to come from this very real place of understanding ourselves and not allowing situations to be greater than they need to be or lesser than they need to be. This balance only comes from a relationship with God and being in a proper place with the Holy Spirit where you're really allowing God to work on you. Open your eyes so that you can see who you are. This is a power like none other because it cannot come from anywhere except for what God has done inside of you. And it can only be activated by you getting to that proper place mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. This task, even though it is a task, it is not an impossible one. At times we make things harder than we need to because like David, we get caught up in the things that we see in life and feel in life and want in life and we sometimes leave God behind in our decision making. And then it's not until we get ourselves tangled in such a weave that we then step back and say, oh my goodness, what have I done? God, I need you. And now I need God to come in and straighten out a situation. But there are sensitive areas that I've created. And so when God begins to work in this, in those areas and on those areas, well, now that's sensitive to me. And so it's, it begins to become hard for me to allow God to move and maneuver and work. And now this, this, this great obstacle has found its way into my life that doesn't belong in my life. You know, when we look at David and we realize all of those issues, we realize, too, that there are certain things that God says, hey, if you just bring it to me, no matter how far in it you are, I'll help you straighten it out. But I will help you also to understand and being honest with yourself how you got there, because that's the only way you're going to be able to figure out how not to get there again. You know, if I'm on my way somewhere and the GPS tells me to turn uh, left and I turn right and then I realize that I've gotten lost. Well, once I get turned around and I get back on the path, if it says turn left and I turn right again, I'm just going right back into the same situation that I just came out of because I'm still not listening to the voice that is trying to guide me in the right direction. 
is how we get what we get with God. God is trying to, to tell us. He's trying to navigate us. He's trying to help us see. But we have our eyes fixated on a certain path. Uh, as the Bible says, there's a right that seems, there's a way rather that seems right to a man. And God is the one who helps us. He's the one who orchestrates our steps and, and arranges things and allow us to really see, okay, that may seem right, but here is what right really is. And it may line up, and sometimes it doesn't. But we have to be willing to be honest with ourselves either way and really embrace God either way. So we can realize by taking a look at David's life, who, who had an extraordinary life. I mean, he was a champion, a warrior. He was a, a poet. He was a shepherd. Uh, he was a brother. He was a father. He was a husband. He was a king, a great king, um, you know, and even an ancestor of Jesus. So he had so many different wonderful qualities on top of being a betrayer, a liar, an adulterer, a murderer not great of a father sometimes at times, lacking integrity when it comes to his relationships. All of these things in one person, one extraordinary being, that's all of us. We have so many things wrapped up in us. God is the one that we need to lean on, the Holy Spirit we need to lean on so that he can help navigate and guide us through all of these different things that's inside of us. Because some of it is there simply because God created us with all these wonderful attributes. But some of it is there because we were born into sin, into a fallen condition. And there are things that was placed in us and on us because of that fallen condition. It came from our ancestors and some of it came from where we were born and how we were born and what family we were born into and what set of circumstances and all these different factors. So we need God to help us, to empower us, to motivate us, to, to really navigate and, and help us to see, to open our eyes and our hearts, to help us to stay mindful and to explain us to us. No one can tell you about a Ford like a Ford dealer. No one can tell you about a Chevy like a Chevy dealer. No one can tell you how a MacBook works like Apple because those are manufacturers of the product itself. God is our creator. And once you become born again, he's your heavenly father. He has the tools that we need. So it is up to us to hand him the keys and really allow him to show us how this vehicle works. Yes, I know there's some things that you're comfortable with. And yes, I know there's some things that you've gotten yourself into that you're not proud of. And, and now that you're into them, you don't know how you're gonna get out. All the more reason why we need God. All the more reason why we need to lean in, not on our own understanding, but on his and allow him to lead us and guide us through our understanding of him and his word, through our understanding of who he is in our lives, through our understanding that we are precious to him and that we mean so much. And then this takes us to a place 
where we can both identify the good and the bad within ourselves so that we can increase those things that are good, be mindful of those things that are not so good, and find ourselves going in the right direction, especially when God has already laid the path. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for every person under the sound of my voice. Thank you for every person that is tuned in uh, to this podcast. Thank you, God, for their life. Thank you for creating them and making them wonderful and special and beautiful. Lord God, thank you for the perfecting of each and every one of us, God, because even though we are in a place of iniquity and fallen uh, fallen state and so many issues and, and circumstances around us, God, we are headed towards glory. We are headed towards a place of perfection. And God, while we are here, we are able to get closer to you and implement some of those wonderful things that you've already placed in our lives in order to walk them out on this side of Zion so that we may be vessels and by which your spirit can move, by which your kingdom can come so that your will may be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, so that we are able to uplift others, but in order to uplift others, we have to be in a good place, a stable place ourselves. I thank you for that stability for every person. God, help them with whatever may be plaguing their mind and their hearts. Lord God, whether it be an an event from the past or some type of issue with the relationship, Lord God, or some type of hardship that they're facing. God, help them navigate through those troubled waters and remind them that you are King of Kings and Lord of Lords and that you love us. Jesus, you are our elder brother. You are our Savior. Help us to see. Holy Spirit, help us to see you. Help us to feel you. Help us to understand you. And allow that word to just grow and increase in its importance, but also in our understanding of it according to who you are in us, God, and what you've done in us, God, and who you are to us and for us. Work and move and maneuver as only you can. And I pray for the empowerment of every person to move according to your will. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in to Powerhouse. I hope you were empowered today. And tune in next time because we will continue to increase as we take a look at not just the things that you know we are dealing with, but some of the things that some of the wonderful uh, people of the Word dealt with and how those things compare Uh, one to another just as we looked at David's life today God has been doing wonderful things for a long time and he's still doing it it is your time so let's really really flourish till next time God bless